Hey guys, what's up? It's Shway, episode two of the No Shway Out podcast here. Uh, again, this is still surreal to me that this is a thing. want to thank everyone who's listened so far, like, subscribed, rated. I know everyone always says that on podcasts. It really does help. So if you haven't already, please rate it, please like, please, please share it. Spread the gospel, spread the word. Uh, today I have on my first guest, my friend, Promo Pete Lynch. He's going to be coming on to talk about Ronda Rousey in PW Revolver. Uh, I'm trying to get more people in the future like Pete who can come in and explain situations in wrestling I don't know about. And I'm going to be honest, I don't know as much about the indies, so I felt like it was only fair to bring someone to inform everyone, including myself, about it. Also, uh, we kind of changed this episode a little bit because originally I was going to do that and something else. But now that AEW has announced Allure dropping on November 15th, I am going to do a little bit of a preview of what I've seen so far of Allure. So we have that to look forward to. And coming up, we got 132 with the banging theme. so hard for me every time to start doing this podcast because every time I hear this instrumental, I don't even rap, but it really makes me want to freestyle, guys. I'm not even going to lie. This thing goes so hard. Really, shout out my guy 132 on the production, on the amazing production throughout, too. Um, got a lot of feedback about the last podcast. I really appreciate everyone who sent me notes, suggestions, uh, even just hitting me up to tell me they like it, guys. It means the world to me. This is episode two of the No Shway Out podcast, and we're going to start off by doing what I love doing, man, talking AEW. You know I love both, but AEW is what got me back into wrestling. I still, as much as they may have some issues recently, I still love me some AEW, and I love collecting AEW cards. I break so much of it on whatnot, so... Again, let me do that real quick. If you haven't already, make sure to like, subscribe, all that good stuff. Rate the podcast, share with your friends. If you want to support me, check me out on Whatnot at Shway Nostalgia, or I have the same tag on all social media at Shway Nostalgia, or join the Shway Wrestling Network. And if you join today, your first purchase, $5 off with the code Shway5 for any purchase of $10 or more. So make sure to check it out. And we're going to hop right into Allure, guys. So, as we all know, AEW is, uh, well, they're interesting with the release process. You know, we got Metal, I think it was almost a year late, and Metal's been doing pretty well, all things considered, at least for the big names. But Allure just popped out. A lot of us were curious whether or not they were going to drop another set this year. I believe on the uh, Card Pod Foundation well, Card Foundation podcast. I always mess that up. I don't know why. Shout out them. Um, the guy they had from Upper Deck come on had mentioned that they were going to have two more sets this year, which I was skeptical they'd have one, and they proved me wrong because here's ones right now. Some of the, you know, I'm going to go over and talk about some of the things that I liked from what I've seen and some of the things I'm not too hot on. Um, I think the main headline that people are going to be excited about is the fact that Sky Blue 
is finally in an AEW product. I get asked about her so damn much. Uh, people have been asking me about her constantly, and now we can finally not only get her card, but her rookie card, which I know is going to be a big chase in this product. They also, obviously, Julia Hart's going to be in it. She was in metal already, but um, originally when Pictures of Alert came out, they had her old pics of her as the cheerleader, so they updated all that, which I know people are going to be excited about. Some of the names that kind of, you know, initially shocked me, but I'm not too surprised the more I think about it. Um, CM Punk and Jade Cargill. Obviously, as people know, I'm a huge Jade fan. Um, It makes sense considering CM Punk and Jade left, you know, without, I wouldn't say warning, but uh, they left pretty quickly, and Allure has been in the works for over a year, so that's why a lot of times you don't see a lot of these newer wrestlers in the product who we really might want. That's why it took so long for people like Sky Blue to come in. Some other notable names and cards that I saw, uh, Jeff Jarrett will get his first AEW card, Takeshita will also have his first AEW card, which, you know, I might actually pick Takeshita up in some breaks. He's doing some great work right now. I really enjoy him with Don Callis. I think they have a really good thing going on. I hope that goes well. I hope it goes well for Powerhouse, too. I'm a big fan of Powerhouse. Looking at the list as well that I put together, they have a House of Black card, which I think will be pretty cool. They'll have an Elite card with the Bucks and Kenny, which is pretty cool. Um, They have a QTV card, which will have the first appearance of Aaron Solo and Nick Camarado in the product. Not the most exciting, but I felt like it was worth mentioning some of the new people in the product. Obviously, Danhausen's going to be in it, which I know people are excited about. Um, Probably from what I've seen so far, what I'm most excited about is the Golden Treasure 101s. From the pictures I've seen, they look very similar to the Superfractors that we would see in Topped products, which I love Superfractors, so I'm super excited to see some of these cards come out. I'm hoping, perhaps, if I get lucky, knock on wood, maybe I can get a Jade Cargill one, or if I'm super lucky, a MJF. We'll see. We'll also see how it's distributed. I'm assuming they're going to do EPAC, so like many of the other cards that we may want they might not even be in the actual hobby product to begin with um so i'm hoping that they're actually in the product versus the e-packs but we'll see how they do um some of (laughs) and i i hope i don't come off as too negative but i feel like it's worth mentioning some of the things that i'm not quite as excited about so Again, AEW, well, I shouldn't say AEW, but Upper Deck has decided in, you know, I did a rough count without actually making my break list, but it's around 100 people. Usually AEW sets are around 100 people. Sometimes, like, Spectrum was a little bit more, but usually it's about 100 people, and I believe Metal was slightly more, too. But um, you look at it, we have three refs, again, and two announcers, so... Five people out of a hundred, you know, a twentieth of this entire set is refs or announcers. And I'm willing to kind of cut some slack because, you know, Aubrey Edwards, even though some people really do not like her, she does have a decent following. Um, and I'll clarify, I'm not one of the people who dislike her. <laughs> I feel like it's worth clarifying. That's not me. Um, 
but her and Jim Ross being a legend, you kind of get it, but why do I need another set of Bryce Remsburg, Rick Knox, and Excalibur? Nothing against them, I'm sure they're very nice people, but having three people in a set who, you know, aren't even wrestlers to me, drives me nuts. Like, I really, really, it. I really don't like it. It drives me crazy. It's just... I don't know, in my eyes, it's unnecessary, and I I hope that in the future they correct this, because I know that timing's weird, but I'd much rather have had Willow Nightingale in this product. Um, there's a lot of other younger wrestlers, too, you know, at some point, Billy, Spar- uh, Billy Starks, and having Nick Wayne in there would be cool. I know they're more recent signings, and again, a lot of the people, I'm sure, in this set were picked out a while ago since it got pushed back so far, but... They just, you know, in the future, Upper Deck, if you're listening to me, can you limit refs and announcers to, like, two max per set? Like, I, (laughs) as a breaker, it's really hard to sell those spots. As a collector, it kind of kills the whole buzz when you're buying a hobby box or, you know, a blaster or anything, and you finally get a big hit, and it's a Rick Knox number to 25. It's it's really hard to get excited, I'm not going to lie. The Rick Knox, Bryce Rensburg, Excalibur thing kind of leads into one of the issues a lot of people have with AEW cards, and um, his honestly almost, and based off what I've seen, and I could be wrong, I could be wrong, but what I've seen from Allure so far is it might even have less autos. From what I read, it looks like there's one per inner case, and I hope I read that wrong. But um, the fact that autos might even be more scarce in Allure than they were in Series 1, Series 2, or Metal is just not a good look, man. I know they talk about making autos more scarce and all that, but... Man, I've opened hobby boxes of metal that didn't even have a hit, period. Like, no auto, no numbered, no nothing. And it just makes it, you know, I'm not saying it needs to be every box, but at least every other box having an auto would be nice. And maybe just trying to have more desirable autos in there, too, wouldn't be the worst thing. I know the roster, there's a lot of people that aren't quite as collected as often, but even still... um, there's got to be something they can do to make people chase more because some of the the lack of autos and then again like I said earlier hitting a Rick Knox auto auto, being one of the four autos out of a case of metal is just like not the best feeling in the world Um, also from what I've seen the inserts I'm not a huge fan of Um, I've seen there was like the ice cream bar there was like an ice cream truck a lot of kind of silly I was gonna say goofy I think people when they hear goofy and it's not in a Disney context they start they start thinking that um, I'm trying to rip on it and it's, it's definitely not the case it's just I don't know besides Allure feels like to me if you like are a completist collector like myself and you want to get everything then Allure is going to be great to help you with your specific PCs but I don't think the excitement's going to be there like it was for metal or Spectrum, in my opinion. I think Spectrum's super underrated, personally. Especially the fact it actually comes with an auto. It's just the price point was so bad when it came out, it kind of killed the product. Um, so, a lot of the collectors I've been talking to, who are, you know, the majority of my AEW crew, 
a lot of them seem not as hype on Allure. They just are happy for more AEW stuff, and they're going to get who they collect. Um, that's pretty much the main thing I have on Allure. I'll have some case breaks set up and whatnot, and possibly the Shway Wrestling Network if you're interested. I also wanted to mention... An honorable mention, I, I didn't mean to single him out like this, but also the first appearance of Satnam Singh. So that will be cool as well. You know, I'm actually, you know, I kind of like Satnam. I'm curious if they ever do anything with him. He's not my favorite, but, you know, they've actually done a little bit more with him than I expected they would be able to do. So those are some of my quick thoughts on Allure. Um, if more news comes out about Allure, I'll hop back on and talk about it again. It releases the 15th, so you should see me with breaks coming up pretty soon for Allure and possibly some mixers. I'm going to take a quick break, and we will have the interview with my guy, Promo Pete Lynch, right after some words from our sponsors. Hey, what's up? It's your boy, the Piazza Guy. Just want to take a second to say y'all follow this beautiful son bitch. Shway Nostalgia, SwayNostalgia.com, Shway Nostalgia on all the platforms. Join the network, listen to the podcast, the No Shway Out podcast. And just know, Piazza and Shway, we love you guys. God damn. Hey guys, Shway Nostalgia here. And when I'm not ripping wrestling cards, I'm hanging out on the Shway Wrestling Network. Join the Shway Wrestling Network today and use the code SHWAY5 for $5 off your purchase of $10 or more. If you're already in the network and you haven't bought anything yet, the code will work for you as well. Also, referrals are coming out this Monday, so tell a friend, use your code, and you could get $5 from them. So why not? Check out the Shway Wrestling Network today, only on District. Hey guys, Shway here. This Veterans Day, November 11th, we're going to be doing a charity break on whatnot. Pick your wrestler, select blaster case break. Everyone starts at a dollar. And again, all proceeds are going to go to USO. I want to thank Nine SoFly and whatnot for helping support this endeavor. Hopefully we can do more stuff like this in the future. So make sure to go to my whatnot page, bookmark it, and bid on people. Thanks, guys. Hey, what's up, you cheap fucks? This is Ralph from Sports Cards and More. And you're listening to the No Shway Out podcast. Hosted by my guy, the Schwaster. Everybody, I'd like to uh, welcome you to the first ever guest on the uh, No Shway Out podcast. We got my guy, promo Pete Lynch here. Pete, how you doing, brother? I'm doing awesome, man. I'm super excited to be your first guest on this show. This is very cool. I'm honored. Uh-huh. Thank you. Oh, of course, man. The timing just worked out perfectly with you know everything going on in the uh, the indie world of wrestling for us uninformed folks. My guy, <laughs> Pete. There you go is uh, a lot more a lot more adept to the indie scene knowing a lot more a lot more savvy in the field and uh, a lot more up to date so i wanted to bring y'all someone who actually knew what was going on in the world of uh pw pro wrestling revolver man i'm excited to help spread the word because i think i mean revolver is an amazing show there's a lot of great indie shows that i think a lot of people don't realize are out there and, uh, you know, a lot of them are very accessible. You know, you can watch it for free on TV or, you know, on the Fight TV app, which is, you know, very easy to get. Um, but they put on some amazing shows over there. And, and anything I can do to help spread the word to those guys, I'm, I'm happy to do. Well, Pete, for, um, for some of the folks like myself who may not know as much, as what I really know about PW Revolver is it was, I believe, started by, uh, 
I should say former impact wrestler Sammy Callahan since he is technically a free agent but is there any other like pertinent information you feel like for someone who might not know about PW Revolver that they should know before we start talking about the big addition of Ronda Rousey coming up to their next show I mean how amazing is that no, right. so Sammy Callahan runs the show uh, Sammy Callahan does everything on that show he uh, he manages it he does the social media He's a graphic artist. He uh, he makes the, the flyers. He literally handles everything. He's putting chairs out at the show that I attended up in Ohio. Like he really does every single thing on that show, um, and really doesn't get the credit. I don't I don't think uh, that he deserves. He he really does some amazing things, and he does everything there. So anything that happens, Revolver uh, goes through Sammy Callahan. So him super kicking Penta into a Hollywood superstar, Jason Siegel was his plan, <laughs> you would say? Uh, yeah, no, I'm sure. I'm sure. Uh, yeah, I just saw that going viral tonight. People were going pretty crazy for that one. You know, it's, it's very cool. Like, And, and I'm, I'm so glad that he's getting seen and getting able to uh, be noticed by a lot because what people may not know is that Sammy Callahan to the other wrestlers might be the most loved person period um if you if you take a look at the revolver lineup and the and the uh, superstars that they have wrestling on their show legitimately both superstars too you're not just blowing no, smoke. They I mean, get this, big this show is, come out. yeah this show is every bit as big as you know you know well wwe aew but i mean there's no reason they wouldn't be third i mean it, it really is the lineup that they bring in every time and the reason that they're able to get a lineup like that is because every one of those people on that show loves Sammy Callahan and they would do anything for him. Uh, he's put a lot of people in great positions in their career and they remember that and didn't forget it. And I just think that is what's super cool about the show. Oh yeah, no, Sammy, obviously people, well, I shouldn't say obviously, but a lot of folks know Sammy previously tagged with John Moxley. I want to say, and again, I'm not as well-versed in this type of stuff, but I believe in CZW, I want to say. Am I incorrect in saying that? You can please correct me if I'm wrong. But <laughs> Yeah, I, I know, mean, they, I know they, had definitely, they had definitely partnered before. I mean, they spent some time together in NXT, uh, you know, years ago, I believe, as well. So, I mean, they, they've been all over, and, you know, through the development of Moxley and his superstardom, I mean, to be honest, oh, yeah. he's, he's a huge, huge star now. Uh, you know, but but he remembers, you know, he remembers where he came from. And I just think that's one of the coolest things that he's, you know, as big of a star as he is, he is willing to go over, not only to go to Wrestling Revolver, but to put the kind of matches on. Uh, there's a great Twitter account. I don't know if you've seen this. Did John Moxley bleed today? No. And, uh, every <laughs> single day. They they say whatever show he's on and whether he bled or not. And if you look at the revolver stuff, man, he gets he gets very involved. And he doesn't have to do that. At the stage of the career that he's in right now, he certainly doesn't have to do it. But he does. And that's that's just kudos to Sam Callahan for getting to do that. So Well, to paraphrase him, he even said, you know, and again I'm paraphrasing, even if I wasn't at AEW. I would still be going around, whether it's Mexico, whether it's the Indies, whether it's Japan, and I'd be doing a lot of the exact same stuff that I'm currently doing anyways. He'd said it a little because, bit grimier than I did, but you know. Well, right. And it's because he <laughs> loves what he does, you know? Like, I mean, I, I wish everybody in the world could find something that they're as passionate about and get to do that for a living. 
Hey, I'm still searching, brother. I think we all are. I think yeah, we I'm all still are. searching, brother. But, you know, I, I just think that he, he does give back, and you know, certainly he could take his weekends off and sit at home and in probably a really big house and some really comfortable furniture, but he's out there on the grind and putting on amazing shows and uh, definitely and helping people. He's helping yeah. people. Oh, he really doesn't and, need to be doing any of this. And he's really going out of his way to help a lot of various, not just them. I know he's done other indie promotions. Well, obviously people know GCW, but yeah. it's a lot of promotion. I believe he went out to Defy as well. And again, I'm not as hip to these things as you or our uh, now engaged friend, Caleb, maybe. Oh, yeah. yeah. Shout out yeah. Caleb real quick. Congratulations, Caleb, by the way. Yeah. Uh, just got engaged. But yeah, no, I mean, he... Uh, and he also puts the guys over. You know, it's not just about him going out there and, you know, squashing a match. He 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 will talk after the show is over. Um, the second gear crew, uh, you know, there's Manders and, you know, a couple other guys. And, like, he, they did a six-man match at the match I went to in Ohio. And when it was done, he just grabbed a microphone and talked to the crowd and told them, like, you know, I'm here because these guys are, the, are what's next. And, you know, they're a big deal here. And they're going to be a big deal. And you guys should pay attention. And he put them over. You know, he doesn't have to do that. Well, I kind of, you know, part of me when you're saying that makes me wonder if, you know, I mean, it's not really wonder, but AEW seems to kind of use the indies as their developmental. So that might be, you know, a lot of these names are guys who you might end up seeing in the AEWs or the WWEs if you're really prospecting. There's nowhere better to really be collecting than the Indies guys, if we're going to be honest. Oh, well, no, for sure. I mean, if you look at the people that have come up now, I mean, Nick Wayne is is starting to get featured there. Um, you know, he's been in GCW for for a couple of years now. Like Obviously, he was Billy Starks. He was 16, too. Billy Starks was in yeah. Revolver in Big 2021. Man. You know, so that's three years ago, or it's two years ago that she was there. You know, before she became a star. Uh, I mean, you could if you look at their card set, which if you collect cards at all. If you're watching this you probably do uh yeah. the revolver cards are stacked like uh swerve strickland like you know big deal that he was through there oh we were talking about this stuff. earlier those Danhausen chase cards they had the rare Danhausen cards were actually yeah. going for pretty good money and um i for forgot sure. what set that one but it was the one we were talking about where i got that billy starts to 25 yeah yeah so that was, was actually late. the set was called swerve's house Oh, and uh, yep. you know, so they, they did a, a show that was Swerve's house, and um, you know they made a card set. Those cards were awesome, by the way. Really bright yellow, um, very cool uh, set. Oh, the designs uh, on those red autos to twenty five look sick, man. I really enjoyed the designs. And on it's Sammy Callahan that designs the cards. Uh, so you know, it's it's again he, he has his hand in every little thing, no matter what it is, from start to bottom or top to bottom, whatever, and. Uh, but yeah, he's he's really big on the cards. The card manufacturer they were using stopped printing cards, so they're oh, working no. on finding a new uh, a new printer. But I keep bugging them. I'm like, man, you got to make some more cards. Join, uh, join the some, club. There's man. some up and comer people that don't have cards yet that are wrestling on your shows that we're gonna yeah. need cards because they're gonna be a big deal. Low, low key, I feel like um, if you have a relationship with Sammy, you and I maybe should have a talk with him. I think I think uh, I think I could help help him as well. You know, there's a lot sure. of people who do ask me about a lot of these indie folks, and yeah. I've yeah I've we've been we've talked about cards before. That's something I want to dabble in at some point. You know, you got to get put everything in the right era. But before we get entirely 
too distracted. Yeah. Because I, like I said, eventually I'd like to have a whole episode where we could even go like, you know, I don't even know what you'd say, Indie League, Indie Federation <laughs> by Indie Federation, you know what I mean? And actually go and in, deep dive into GCW or Defy or, you know, where. Yeah, no. But um, today the main thing was really trying to gauge what Rhonda coming to PW Revolver means. What exactly, like, as a PW Revolver fan, how do you feel? And, like, what should people who don't, who know Rhonda but may not know about PW Revolver, like, how do you think people should really be feeling about this? Because I've seen mixed reactions so far. Okay, well, here's the, here's the thing. And wrestling fans may not love this. Ronda Rousey okay. is the biggest star, period. Uh, you know, when she wrestles, ESPN covers it. Uh, you know, Fox News covers it. Uh, you know, I, I love all the wrestlers, WWE, Charlotte, and you know, Bailey and Becky and all of them. When Ronda Rousey is in a ring, it makes ESPN, it makes all the coverage. There's a reason that she gets paid what she does, and there's a reason that they put her into the spots that she is in. The fact that she's willing to do an independent show, uh, you know, these shows are not big. You know, there's venues that hold 250, you know, 500 people. We're not talking like they're not filling up the forum in L.A. You know, the fact that she's willing to do this to me uh, shows a couple things. I mean, obviously, Marina is a very good friend of hers. She's a, another wrestler that wrestles on Revolver. Marina Shafir for yeah, Mar- okay, sorry. Yeah, Marina Shafir is, is a wrestler and she they're very good friends. So a couple things like she's doing her friend a favor. What kind of, you know, she couldn't do that in WWE because if WWE doesn't bring up Marina, she can't get on the show. So she's helping her friend and giving her friend a huge platform. Whether this is one match or or a series of matches, um, Marina Shafir's career is going to take a a huge, you know, turn in the right direction because she's getting the rub of a lifetime. So uh, be fair, though, to be fair, though, we don't know her. Okay, Marina Shafir, we don't know her. Okay, well, I mean... No, I'm just sorry. I'm just going to keep making fun of her promo over and over. No, no, I got it, I got it. Yeah, it's just too much. (laughs) It's just like the highlight of her career for me is that moment, which honestly, I know she got a lot of slack. I love that moment. I thought it was very entertaining. You know, I like the whole energy. They should have kept going with it. It was actually like, it could be one of those, if you did two more of those, it would have been so over. But it would have gone. I think it would have gone over too if they just kept yeah. rolling with it. They just you do like sometimes it's like you know the next week you'll see a sign in the crowd. The week after that everybody's chanting it. You know like yep. it, it certainly could have been. But she's Rhonda's giving her a huge rub. Um, so that's awesome that she's helping a friend. And that's again to me is the entire essence of Revolver because Sammy Callahan's friends come to help him out. Like again, the lineup of the of the revolver shows from top to bottom is amazing, and it's because those people have so much respect for Sammy Callahan. So what Rhonda's doing for her friend is exactly the essence of revolver to me. That she's helping a friend, giving a rub. The other thing is it it is a charity event. Uh, you know they're going to be donating portion of the money to the Maui wildlife, you know wildfire uh, relief. So she's doing a good deed. It it makes her look good. She's helping. She's helping a charity. She's helping a, a thing, and she's giving her friend a rub. So, and it's in LA, so she doesn't really have to go too far and doesn't have to leave her house very far. Um, I, I just think it's amazing. 
And for the people that say she doesn't love the sport, you're not going to an indie show because they're not paying you the kind of money that WWE can pay somebody. Um, she's doing it because she likes it. That's literally, no reason. that's literally the point I wanted to get at too, is one of the main reasons I feel like her second run, you know, after the child didn't go quite as well is a lot of people felt like her heart wasn't into it. A lot of people said she didn't really seem as committed. Like people definitely questioned her commitment to professional wrestling. And you look at her coming out and doing this type of event where it's like, obviously she's doing the favor for Marina, but she obviously, to me, her doing something like this, you know, great, obviously raising money for charity, but she wouldn't do this if she wasn't into it. You know what I mean? Like she's obviously into it enough and cares enough about it to go out and do an indie. Cause if you had told me like Rhonda was doing an indie shot, she's one of the last people I really would have expected once she quote unquote retired to go do an indie stint at all. I know it's a one-off potentially, but still. Here, here's the thing. She doesn't need to do it. Like oh, no, Rhonda made enough money in the UFC. She didn't need to do it. Honestly, she didn't need to do the WWE run because she had made enough money in her life. You know, she's set. So this is not about money because she doesn't need it. And honestly, like, it's not going to give Ronda Rousey that big of a uh, of, of a bonus for doing that. Like, it's not. this is not like Matt Cardona showing up at an indie show with Nick Gage and all of a sudden, you know, blowing up. This is, she's coming to do a show and it's helping her friend way more than it's going to help her. Oh, yeah. I mean, obviously, the, you know, when we originally spoke about doing this episode, I wasn't aware because when I saw the flyer, I didn't even know that it was for charity. I just saw, wow, Ronda Rousey, for some reason, is in the ring with the Brian Kendrick and Taya Valkyrie. I saw the, uh, the in-ring stuff, and then I saw the little flyer about her actually being at PW Revolver. And, you know, I think as someone who's, you know, I'm not going to lie, I more so watch, obviously, AEW, WWE, but I think it's kind of easy to get lost into all the different independent promotions, you know? So as someone who's more aware of the scene, where would you really put PW Revolver versus like a GCW or something like that, where GCW has been getting a lot of, at least from an outsider perspective, again, I'm not as in the heartbeat of independent wrestling, but as someone who watches AEW, it's kind of hard to not watch AEW and know and not know who GCW is at this point, given how much Moxley was in it, how he wore their stuff on camera, and they had Nick Gage on the program as well. So I mean, I it, it'd be very hard for me to compare the two because I think they're completely different products. Right. Um, you know, be, besides Ronda Rousey, like Athena is going to be there. She's the Ring of Honor champion right now, and she maybe have the rest best so underrated. in so AEW underrated. right now. You know, Billy Starks is going to be there. You know, like the lineup for the show in California besides Ronda is amazing. So comparing to GCW, which is more of a death match. Now, Revolver does have death match stuff. You know, there are Alex Colon has come through there a couple of times. And like, you know, they've had some crazy matches, but it's just hard. Like to me, Revolver is it like you know, if, if I'm putting all of the organizations, I'm sorry, WWE still got to be number one. AEW is going to be number two. Impact is on an amazing run right now. 
Like, I'm so fascinated like, to see about the rebrand. Like they just honestly, yeah. to me, the only thing they really need is a better platform, like a new TV station or something. And sure. the, the company who owns Impact owns access to channel they're on. And I feel like that's one of the biggest issues they have for Impact because like their product's been great for a while now. They are. And, you know, that's the one thing I have a problem with AEW is their women's division. The Impact women's division, you could put up, up against anybody. Oh, yeah. Up against Look at anybody. Trinity. Trinity came in. She wasn't utilized at all at WWE. She's coming in, and they're making her look like a star again. Deanna Perrazzo, an afterthought in WWE, coming in. One of the best women in wrestling. Jordan Grace is a tank, man. She but, is. Ky Kylan King is another independent King person great. Been for a long time. She's a huge fan of her. She's gonna. She's gonna be a star. And they couldn't uh, find a spot for her in AEW. Is, you yeah, know? Masha Slamovich is my favorite, you know, female wrestler. She's doing. But so anyway, like Impact, I, I'll give third. But I mean, you could argue that Revolver, right up there with them, like you know, it's you know, there's NWA too. But I, I don't. I'd almost put Revolver over that. The talent that they bring in is next level. It's just that, you know, because of their relationship to AEW and how many AEW people they have in there, they can't go on TNT and put the show on. So people don't watch it. But if you watch an episode of Revolver versus any other one, I mean, I, I dare anybody to watch this show or that's listening to your, your show to watch an episode of Revolver and see if you won't watch the next one. So is it that really a fight is, or is that YouTube? It's no fight TV, fight okay. TV. Their, their pay-per-views they have, or if you have fight plus, which you can sign up for like, you know, seven bucks or whatever a month and you can see the, the big shows, but there, there's stuff on there on fight TV that you can watch. And it's, you know, they were, it was monthly, but now they're traveling. They're in Texas, they're in Iowa. They're, you know, they're, this show's got obviously in California. So they really are starting to pick up steam and go. The crowd is absolutely on fire because you know, it's been a local show for however long, and those those luck Dayton, Ohio. Like I went up for my son's bowling tournament last year, and we we're like, we're in Dayton, and there's a revolver show. Let's go! You got and it. The man. crowd was fire. Like the people that were there, the matches were amazing. Uh, I mean, every one of those matches could have been on any of the major um, networks, or you know, any of the major shows, and you wouldn't have thought there was a a step back at all. Well, you know, one most of the indie shows you go to, there's always that you know, the up and coming guy that's like learning or something like that. Right. But not this one. This is TV ready all the time. And well, one of um, one of the main people who like hangs out a lot with me and whatnot and also in the Shway Ness Wrestling Network is uh, yeah. my friend DJ, who's actually in Ohio and she goes to a lot of the pro wrestling revolver shows in Ohio and has been okay. beating the drum constantly about how great the shows are and how good of a time it is um oh man we're at the uh zoom is giving us 10 minutes man this oh i got you crazy. yeah so i went to this one match you know they're in like a little gym <laughs> you know they do it their best to, to clean it up but it's, it's in a gym and zachary wentz from the rascals climbed up on the basketball hoop from a ladder and dove off the basketball hoop onto the like into the crowd i mean it was insane you know it reminded me of of ECW from back in the day that that match so they they have the bloody stuff the death match they have the strong style stuff they have like the comedy matches they have everything that anybody could want um so there's nice there's variety really yeah, that, uh, yeah the variety is a great word because you can't leave that show like no matter what style you like instead I, I missed tonight you got everything 
you know, it's, I don't know. I, I definitely recommend anybody to, you know, turn on Fight TV and check it out because those guys put on an amazing show every okay. time. So since, since we're, well, we got a decent amount of time. I would say what I'd want to get from you is, you know, this Ronda Rousey thing. Yeah. How, like, do you, obviously I think we can both agree it's going to be good for the PW Revolver brand as far as awareness because the type of eyes she brings on the product is There's just... There's no doubt that will yeah. not be the... Yeah, November 16th at 8 p.m. Uh, is going to be the best show that Revolver's ever had and the most watched for sure. Uh, you know, the eyes are going to be on that from everybody. Whether so, they want to hate on Ronda or whether they want to watch it because they love her, people are going to watch. So and, if- as someone who like might be watching this event because of the fact that you know Rhonda's on it, or maybe they haven't watched PW Revolver and they might give it a chance after us talking, is there anyone like, you know, obviously you had mentioned like Nick Wayne, Billy Starks as people who've like, you know, wrestled there in the past. Is there anyone that you've seen there that you would say like, hey, maybe keep an eye out for their match coming up or someone that you've been enjoying watching recently who's been on PW Revolver shirts. Obviously, there's a lot of AEW folks and Ring of Honor folks on there at this point. And yeah, Impact, I, mean, I believe. Yeah, I mean, uh, Billy Starks is 18 years old. If you haven't got to watch her yet on Ring of Honor, like, she's great. Um, Masha Slamovich is another one. She's in Impact right now. If you haven't seen her, she wrestles in GC. She was former GCW champion, too. So right. if you haven't watched her yet, you should um you know she'll, she'll be on that show as well um it's emmy callahan like you know he, he didn't he didn't get to wrestle as much you know or you haven't got to see him in a while um we, the second gear crew is a, is a whole group of guys that like um you know put on some great matches uh one called manders and uh you know those guys they're, they're super fun to watch john moxley is going to be on that card um so what do you think Sammy's going to do? I know Sammy's been a free agent for a bit now. And I know um, you briefly touched on it that, you know, there's some other impact folks. We didn't talk about this online, but uh, some other impact folks coming up on free agency. I heard Sammy. And again, this is from some arbitrary random dirt sheet on Twitter, which probably means yeah. absolutely nothing. But people are saying Sammy was at an AEW show. Do you think you could see Sammy actually joining AEW. You know, it might be good as far as helping grow the PW Revolver brand even more. I'm curious, kind of curious to see what happens with him, you know? I mean, for me, I would love to see Sammy go to AEW. I I, I think leadership is the biggest thing that uh, that show is lacking. Uh, You know, he's a leader for sure. Yeah, no, and and he has the respect of everyone. And I think the minute he walked into that locker room, like if he asked somebody to do something, they would do it. And that's the thing right now. I don't think Tony Khan, he writes a big check. And, you know, obviously that's such a great thing for wrestling because he's taking care of so many people. But the locker room control, clearly there's something missing there. So I think Sammy Callahan would be an amazing asset to to AEW because, uh, you know, (laughs) he, he would be able to fix that. He immediately would. And he already would have guys like Moxley in his corner. Uh, Swerve Strickland is on that show in, in California next month as well in his corner. So, Man, Swerve right now is so hot, man. I really, really I really hope they capitalize, man, because there's been so many guys in AEW who've gotten that nice push, and I don't feel like 
they've really been able to have that like I wouldn't say closure but like that one moment to really get them to that next level like as big as Darby is as big as Hangman got even like after he won the title it kind of just fell a little flat for me so I really hope that they can just keep Swerve going and keep him hot and not have him like cool off because there's so many guys in AEW look at Wardlow uh, Hangman there's a lot of guys who had good starts and then kind of just faded even like I'm a big Ricky fan personally I think I love starts, Ricky Starts yeah, I think was... Ricky Starts is great and I feel like they haven't really utilized him to the best that they could and I'm kind of worried he's one of those people who might end up going to WWE eventually I don't know where he would really fit on their roster but right. I think he has all the potential in the world and they could utilize him a lot better than they currently are personally well, I think you know again uh, cre- talent rises to the top so you know the good people are, are going to get the run in the, in the long run you know um ricky starks to me is is ready you know but oh. they weren't going to let him beat mjf so like where do you go you know that's that's the problem you know yeah no i i get that over there and it's like but you can't like have him losing to you know to nobody's out there he's got to like go on a hot streak and win same with swerve he's just he needs to win 20 matches in a row I and mean, say, hey, it's done. I'm, I'm going to say this. I mean, no slight by the man I'm going to mention, but if they could find two title reigns at the TNT title for Scorpio Sky and they could find two or three for Sammy Guevara, I think they can find one for Ricky Starks. Uh, yeah, I agree. Is I all agree. I'm getting at. You know, as much as, and I think people sleep on Scorpio. I think Scorpio is pretty good. Um, I just don't think he really has the correct gimmick going on. And there's a lot of people in AEW like that too. Like, you know, the other day I was watching Ricochet and I was kind of like in my head, I'm like, is Sammy Guevara just kind of like AEW's Ricochet with a better push? You know, like that that was kind of going across my mind because you look at him and you're just like great in the ring, but I just can't get into the talking aspect. All right, we got three minutes left. Guys, we're we're recording off the Zoom for free. I'm still figuring out how to do all this podcast (laughs) stuff. With these last two minutes, 45 seconds, first of all, Pete, I want to thank you for your time. But secondly, do you have anything hot prediction-wise for Crown Jewel coming up? Do you have any hot takes real quick in like the two and a half minutes we have left? Is there any upset you think that could actually happen? I don't see them letting LA Knight win. I'm kind of afraid they're going to destroy his buzz and stuff by having him lose to Roman. I'm hoping uh, that's the case, like that he somehow yeah, figured out. To, I just don't me, think it's time. To me, that's the only move. And if they didn't do it for Cody at WrestleMania when the stars lined up for it, like I can't imagine that they're going to let this happen in, you know, a foreign country, you know, at two in the afternoon when that right. show is going to end or whatever. So I just hope that something comes out of it where it lines them up for another match, you know, maybe Survivor Series or something like that. So. We, where it's a bigger show where you could have the chance to do it. I mean, but what LA they Night is as hot as they get. I went to a show in Orlando a couple of weeks ago and it was insane, the crowd chance. So they're ready for it. The crowd wants it. But are they, you know, Roman's build is a couple of years long now. So are they going to pull the trigger on that not at WrestleMania? I don't see it. Yeah. But I tell you, Triple H has been, the, he really has been doing a great job. So I, I feel more confident that he would do something like that than the previous regime. I think realistically what I think is going to happen is I think um, either Drew's going to win it off Seth. If not, 
then perhaps Damien comes in, cashes in on Seth, and then maybe you have L.A. Knight beat Damien Priest at the next one after da- yeah. after L.A. Knight obviously gets screwed by someone. But we will have to see because we have less than a minute left. Pete, I appreciate you, brother. Do you want to shout out your Twitter or anything while we're here before I hop off? Yeah, you can find me on Twitter at the promo Pete. Uh, you know, I talk a bunch of, of cards and indie wrestling for sure. All kinds of wrestling stuff. So definitely check it out. Make sure you check out the Wrestling Revolver show next month. Ronda Rousey is going to be there. Their slogan is for our generation, by our generation. And guys, if you haven't seen a Revolver show, make sure you check it out. It's top notch. All right. Thanks again, Pete. And I also, also real quick, follow yeah. my guy, Tussle Mania. He's, he's one of their photographer videographers at Revolver Shows. It's at Tussle Mania. If you want a great follow if you're a wrestling fan, his video clips are amazing. Can't thank him enough. He's a great guy. There you go. I think that's here. Well, well, it looked like the free Zoom ran out. Again, I want to thank my guy Pete Lynch for coming and being my first guest and talking to us and educating a little bit about PW Revolver. Thank you to Sports Cards and More and the Piazza Guy for the uh, shout-outs as well. I appreciate it, brothers. Shout-out 132, as always, for letting me use his music in the podcast. I really think it adds a nice element to it. And a special shout-out to my guy, Winna. Congratulations on the second child, my guy. Happy for you, brother, and uh, many blessings and such uh, upon your family, my guy. So, uh, yeah. That's about it. That's the No Shway Out podcast episode number two. Sorry, it's like four in the morning, but I was just trying to get this done for y'all. So, yeah, see you soon, and hopefully we can get a third episode out pretty soon.